live from our respective apartments. I don't even want to do an intro. Just Meaningful Plastic, West Side Story, we've seen it. Katie, Chris, Bombo, go. Well, Chris started to crack the ice literally as he pressed record. So I am... Okay, I'm just gonna say it. Wait, no, wait, wait, no, don't say it because we should let you know it is Friday, December 10th. It is 10.26 p.m. Um, I, no, I'm giving them a time idea. My showtime started at 6. Katie's at 7. So we are, like, Katie is, like, less than an hour from when she got out of the movie. I am a little bit longer, and I haven't talked to anybody about this, and it just wants to get out. Yeah, I think I I have been out of the theater for 40 minutes right now. Because I, so what's funny too that we should mention is that Chris and I had originally thought that we would see the movie on Friday and we would record on like, oh, maybe Saturday, oh, maybe Sunday, like, you know, working around our schedules. And then he called me and left me a beautiful voicemail and he said that I should do a voice memo when I get out of the theater. And I called him back and I was like, oh, there was a part of me that said, should we just record tonight? And Chris was like, I was thinking we should record tonight. So this is like unplanned, off the cuff. This is pure, unadulterated thoughts. I have had no time to filter anything. I don't even think that I can like try to make this a cohesive episode because I feel like I have so many things I need to say and I need to start with this. Oh, okay. Did you like it? I really enjoyed it. Katie, based on what I said to you that was cracking the ice, do you think I liked it or did I not like it? I think you liked it, but you you still need to nitpick because that's how I feel too. Katie, I cried four times. Chris, I cried three times. <laughs> okay, okay. What were your three? And I'll tell you my four. I cried... Oh my gosh, now I have to think. Well, oh, by the way, one... have we mentioned we're talking about Steven Spielberg's West Side Story? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've been paying attention, you know what this is. But like, yes, if this is your introduction to us, I'm so sorry. Read so, the episode description. <laughs> I cried. Mm-hmm. When did I start crying? <laughs> okay, I cried when Anita... Oh, we have so many things to say. Okay, you cried when Anita... I cried when Anita... Oh, by the way, also, spoiler alerts for all of this movie. Yeah. If you have not seen it, turn this episode off. You've had two weeks by now. I started crying when Anita went to the morgue. Yep, okay, good. I cried when the girls embraced after a boy like that. I have a love. Oh, and I cried when Riff died. So, mine are significantly stupider. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do them out of order, because I'm going to do them in the order that I remember them. Yeah, that's how I was, too. I cried for Rita Moreno somewhere when I realized what we were doing. I teared up, but did not have a tear fall. Fork, why can't I think of these right now? This is why I should have written them down. 
See, no, I had the same thing where I had the brain fart. Yeah, Rita Moreno somewhere, but I actually have quite a few thoughts about that also. Like, did I tear up? Yes. Do I have some notes? Yes. I can tell you that I smiled through two musical numbers, just like a pure smile, and it was Dance at the Gym in America. Okay. These are, it's going to shock you what my tears are, because now I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what they are. Yeah. So my tears are in order. I cried following um tonight I started crying. No, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. I started crying because the music that the scene where Maria wakes up and she realizes yeah. she's still in the dress. Do you yeah. know what that music was? Not off the top of my head, no. It's the Somewhere Ballet. Oh. And when I realized what it was, and I was sitting in like a, (laughs) I sat in like a reserved seat theater, and I was in a set that was like in the back row because it was mostly sold out by the time I had bought the ticket. Yeah. And so I was in the back row, and there were like empty spaces for wheelchair seats, and... So I was just next to one woman, and I feel so bad for that woman because I was reacting so verbally. I was reacting several times, but I went when the Somewhere Ballet music started. I just went, oh my god, because (laughs) I was like, it's happening. And then I started thinking, because it's Leonard Bernstein's music, and I love Leonard Bernstein, and it just was like, we are including the Somewhere Ballet like we always, like I wanted, like I wanted from this movie. And I was getting it and then I was just like thinking about Lenny and then I started thinking about Sondheim and then like Robbins and Lawrence and I was like four like LGBTQ community member men like created this and all of them are dead now and it just made me really sad and I started crying about just like the idea and like Sondheim was so proud of this movie because he was like oh there are going to be some things that people really are unexpected and things that people like and I was like this is probably one of them that like the the somewhere ballet scarezo the bump I I was just like oh my god and so that made me cry yeah naturally are are you ready for this one yeah I cried at one hand, one heart. I'm not shocked. I'm shocked about that for me. I mean, I'm shocked about it for you, but, like, having seen the movie, I'm not shocked. Yeah. Well, considering It's me, beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. moment. Um, and Her then... Her eyes... Okay, no, I'm not gonna... You go ahead. You go ahead. And you then, go right ahead. Uh, we already said somewhere, but, like, the other thing for me was Anita at the morgue. I was just like, what yeah. a great choice. It's, it's like, okay, so the women in this movie are like beyond words. Rachel, I don't uh, know how you she, pronounce her Rachel last Zegler. Name. Rachel Zegler is incredible. I don't have the words to describe. Her eyes shimmer. In every scene, she is flawless. She, the character of Maria is, like, not a, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. is not necessarily, like, a character to write home about. She's fine. Yeah. 
yeah, like, she's fine. She's not, like, even though she's the main character, it's not like she carries the movie or anything like that. Rachel Siegler brought so much fire and spunk and, like, she made Maria 200 times better. Well, that's that's also the thing. Tony Kushner's script was very interesting to me because it tried to give a lot more character to Tony and Maria, and I think it succeeded. I think there are a lot of very good things about Tony Kushner's script. I'll save my, like, issues with it for later, but it's not also a problem, my issues with it. It's just different, and we know famously how we are about change. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but Rachel Zegler, the way... I mean, obviously her voice is so good her soprano is lovely and a boy like that she brings out some belt which you don't hear the rest of the movie which is great um i was really thrilled by it but what's most exciting about her performance is the way when other people are singing the way she reacts and the way she looks this is especially i'm about to i hate that i'm gonna concede a point to you ansel elgort was there oh yeah of the five of the five leads ansel elgort was one of the five leads that's Uh. like the incredible thing like when i talk about like rachel's eyes which sounds so stupid to say but like her eyes like shimmer and shine Mm -hmm. like one hand one heart they especially have a close-up of like her face and then his face she is like it's not beaming, but her eyes are telling a story. Yes. He is dead face. He's there. No emotion behind his I eyes. I, He's uh, there. His, I will say, his voice was a lot better than I was prepared for. Ugh. It was a lot better. Was it, was it as good as I wanted it to be? No. Was no. I, was I walking down the street? leaving the movie theater singing along to the overture and like thinking, wow, I sound good right now. And was I thinking I'm probably a little better than Ansel Elgort? Yes. You are better than Ansel Elgort. Was was his voice, was his voice better than I was prepared for? Yes. But was I, but he is clearly, he's clearly the least of the five leads. Absolutely. Okay. So, and he's the biggest name. And he's Pete? so good in Baby Driver. And in Baby Driver, he does so much where he doesn't speak. Where was that performance? So he does Maria pretty good. Mm-hmm. Something's coming horrific. I didn't think and it was And it's not necessarily... The voice or the performance? It's not his voice. I didn't like the performance, and I didn't like the tempo. The I didn't tem- like I... the staging. I thought the staging no. was a little weird. The something's coming did not work, and especially because it's okay. So ugh, I, did, I, I don't just, think I hate it. I don't think I disliked something co- coming as much as you did because I thought the I was a little love weird. Something's but I coming. Hate. Yes, you do. I love I know, something's baby, coming. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. So, like, I had an issue with that. I had issue with um. He did Maria okay. He was not good in Tonight. Oh, he did no, One I Hand, thought he was, One Heart. I thought he was okay in Tonight. I thought he was good in One Hand, One Heart, but not as good yeah. as Rachel Zegler, and it highlighted the problem. His vocal performance was worst in the movie, 
in Cool. Cool, he did yes. not sing well. I was like, what was the other song he did? Cool, he was cool. not good. I liked okay, this. I liked so, the staging, but let's get back to the women. Let's get off Angela Elgort for a second. Let's get back to the women. Rachel Zegler, clearly a star, a star. Yes. I want her in every movie I want. I watch from yeah. here until eternity. You know who else is a star? Ariana Debose. Okay. And so- can I? Oh, I was about to say, can I tell you one of my least favorite things about Tony Kushner's script? Yes. Between America and the Tonight Quintet, Anita is not in the movie. And she yes. needs to be... I was like, where is she? I I mean, I get that this script didn't want to introduce the idea of like, okay, Anita sees them and decides, okay, I'll let it be. But like, she literally is not in the movie. Now, it serves her later. They add a couple extra scenes for Anita after that point but before then i was like we need more anita i was i was mad about that but ariana debose gives a stunning performance throughout the movie okay so i don't like i did not take notes while i was watching it because i was in a movie theater and i literally i got home and i got on zoom so i i loved her Hear me say, hear me say, I loved her. Mm -hmm. I did not feel an overwhelming love for her from the jump. I feel like it took a while for her character to, like, click. Because in 1961 film, Anita is so, like, spunky. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't quite getting the spunk. It was a different kind of spunk. Well, I think this is where Spielberg's choice to do unsubtitled Spanish is a factor that, of course, we're going to feel that way because, like, her first scene is primarily, or not primarily, but a major part of it is not in English. Yeah. So we make of that what we will. I think I loved that choice do I would I like to watch it with subtitles translating it into English because I do not speak Spanish? Yes, I would. I would like to know what they say, but you get a sense of what they're saying anyway. I just think that first scene because they transitioned so much between Spanish and English, there were yeah. a couple times where I literally found myself thinking, which language are we in? Um, so an interesting tidbit for you because yes. I watch all of my movies in in with subtitles so you can get a subtitle machine at the movie theater if you never knew that and it would usually say speaking spanish or like something spanish if it had an english word in it so like when they would say like i mean i'm not gonna try and like replicate it but they would speak spanish but they would use the english word for lipstick it would then show all of that so it would show the spanish and include the word lipstick so anytime that there was an english word i got to see the full translation of it well i mean it was in spanish but i kind of enjoyed that because it kind of clued me in a little bit because i know very little spanish but i could at least kind of get with it that way okay so Um, but i i really liked ariana debose and i loved how 
much grief she showed towards the end. Like, I mean, she got yes. so many moments to do that. Should I talk about my least favorite thing right now? Because technically it ties into Anita. Sure. What do you think made me livid in the movie theater? Because there was something, honestly, I still have no idea why they made the decision they made. Is it in docs? You best believe it's in docs. It's something with it's something with that. I don't know what exactly it is. With the taunting scene. The they didn't music, do the music. The, no, the music is only the mambo. It's not yeah. America. And that boggles my mind. I know. Because then she gets the fabulous line where she says in Spanish, I mean, because I knew enough Spanish to like know and I can't. Yeah translate right now but it's she's like i am not american i am puerto rican and you have that line and you do not include the taunting america how yeah i truly and i've wanted to say this so much in the last two hours since i have gotten out of the movie theater but katie i was furious i was ready to cry in that scene and then yeah the tears dried up because i was like oh my god not only is the scene a little too short i like that they include the women and like get them out and like that that worked for me and starting with anybody saying leave like don't chills literal that one line gave me absolute because so for people who might not have seen it anita goes to doc's store Anybody opens the door to leave, opens the, like, whatever, it's, I don't know, when you, like, walk up a store, opens that thingy, and Anita is right there, and anybody stands next to Anita and just goes, leave. And I had absolute chills run down my spine. Yeah. It's very good. I mean, I have a lot of notes about the last, like, 15. 10 15 minutes that's kind of how i felt too is i was like this is incredible this is so good this is so good and then the the ending i was like the ending "Eh." is yeah but the fact that they don't have america just broke my heart and like that whole scene it just cuts too short yeah um it's not as like like a build to it i guess that's the problem because for me the taunting scene in the 61 goes on real big and it kind of just immediately once they switch it goes zero to 60 and then it's kind of over right away which is the whole problem with all of the ending but we're gonna get there um yeah my favorite line addition was with maria and anita following i have a love where you have them talking about like the okay well uh, yes okay you want to be with him you can but he will not be safe here. You will have to leave, and therefore, like, he will have to leave, and therefore you will have to leave. And I love when Maria asks her, will you ever forgive forgive him? Anita says, I do not ask me that. Yeah. And, and Maria says, will you ever forgive me? And that broke me. Yes. I did not cry, but it broke me inside. It's because it's... So because the women are fantastic and like the way that they do, like, will you ever forgive him? Do not ask that of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's like a half a beat and it's like, will you ever forgive me? Yeah, I, I loved that. How did you feel about Rita Moreno in this movie? 
I didn't mind her. I So what's your issue with somewhere, girl? I obviously for sentimental reasons loved that it's Rita Rita Moreno singing it. And like I it made me cry thinking of Rita Moreno singing it. But I don't know if it makes a ton of sense in the movie for her to sing. I thought about it for a second, and then I realized that it did. Because her whole point is that she is a Puerto Rican who married a white man. She sees Tony, who has fallen in love with a Puerto Rican girl. And she's like, okay, I'm going to teach you and be like, okay, this is going to work out. Because... I think you're vaguely supposed to get the sense that, like, life was hard for her having done that. And so here is, well, maybe he can change that. Maybe he can do that because, like, she also kind of says at one point, and they say, like, because Valentina married a white man, they see her as a gringa. And she, does, she doesn't want to be that way. And She so- says that her husband thinks she's a gringa okay maybe that's how it's done um i I was like however it was worded but either way so it's like she didn't get to be as puerto rican as she wanted to be Mm -hmm. and so this is like a somewhere there's a place for us like we can like tony and maria should have been the ones to break the cycle to that they could both be culturally who they wanted to be but then also Mm -hmm. be together I, I really liked it in that sense because I took it that way and sentimentally Rita Moreno was singing somewhere which also worked because I, I kind of liked taking it away from Tony and Maria mm-hmm. um, and then I liked the change at the end that Maria didn't sing somewhere but instead sang tonight yeah and I, I liked that change a lot as much as I was like oh it's different I liked it. I know. That's how I felt too. Is I was like, are you kidding me? But then it's like, well, it is. Both are fitting. Yes. But like, and because she didn't sing somewhere, yes. and it she makes sense present. for her to say, yes. yeah, you're the only thing I'll see and forever. the way they made forever, siempre, a big like recurring theme through yeah. their romance yeah. Um, it made a lot of sense for them. And I was like, that's really, that was really smart storytelling. Yeah. Because we're on Rita Moreno and because you brought up Siempre. I, this I, has got to be structurally unlistenable for people. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely died. So in my row, and I was annoyed when I got there because I had specifically bought a seat. That was, like, it was in a row with people who had bought seats, but it wasn't, like, directly next to someone. And when I get there, someone had bought the seat next to me, and I was like, well, son of a... And it was a man who was there by himself. And he and I were both laughing at all of the same parts, and we would both, like, put our hand over our mouth at all of the same parts. So it made me kind of feel like I was watching it with you. So, like, that was nice. But Was, was he um, a homosexual? I don't know. How how could I know, Chris? I didn't speak, with, I didn't speak to him. Oh, I spoke to the woman who was next to me. 
and like we applauded at the end for the Stephen Sondheim credit. We applauded uh. for like Jerome Jerome Robbins's name and Justin Peck's names. Um, but we'll talk about choreography later. Anyway, I interrupted you. Whatever. So Ansel Elsgard says because he's asking Rita, Rita he's asking Rita Moreno how do I say these phrases in Spanish? And he goes, how do I say I want to be with you forever? And she's like, you don't want to start with let's go get a coffee. And I died. I thought that was so funny. That got a huge reaction. Did Was the theater full for you? No. There was like 20 to like 40 people maybe. I don't know. Okay, it was a like... It wasn't a huge theater. There were, like, five rows, but I think there were maybe, like, two or three empty seats, which made it well, really see- exciting. And, like, it was clearly a crowd that, like, at the end credits, when Sondheim's name, I mean, yes, was I the first person to applaud it, but, like, most yeah. other people joined in. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a crowd that gets it. Yeah. I... There was a family in front of me and there was one of their kids who was very funny to watch because he was absolutely like dancing and stuff like that. So at the movie theater I go to, they have what they call the grand screen. And so it's, it's four, it's six stories wide and four stories tall. So it's this giant screen. So it can fit like 200 people in it. So it was definitely not full. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I was really glad because I was afraid I was going to see it with not as many people as I wanted to. And I wanted Mm -hmm. people to react. And I mean, I, did I kind of like lightly applaud after America? And did I want other, like, did the woman next to me join in? Yes. Did anybody else? No. And I didn't expect that, but I was like, I just want us to like acknowledge these things. Um, Yeah. Okay, I have not paid attention to the time. Katie, this has never been an episode where we care about time. This is an episode where we care about talking about our feelings. Because we were just like, it's content to record us talking about this movie. Because if we just talk about it, who's ever going to listen to it? (laughs) Okay, so the thing, I just need to do like a bullet point list of my thoughts. Because I have a lot. I don't have a lot, but I I have some that I need to make sure that I hit upon. Okay. I thought Riff was incredible. Mike faced. I was ready because once we got off the women, I wanted to point out, like, Bernardo does a very good job. Yeah, Bernardo is great. Bernardo is great. But Mike faced is... I mean, and the way Kushner's script serves Riff, and the way they put a rift between Tony and Riff is yeah. so good. I mean, yes. Mike Mike Faced would steal the movie if not for the women. The women. Yeah, he... I... I mean, I like Riff. Like, Riff is fine, you know what I mean? But, like, I loved him. And I was surprised at that. Um, I really didn't care for the beginning. I didn't like the opening shot. I didn't like that stuff. Um, I... I'm gonna stop you right there. I, because I realize if you're gonna move on, I'm never gonna come back to him. I disagree. I really liked, because we talked about, I mean, you realize 
one of the first things we see is Lincoln Center. Like yeah. the plans for Lincoln Center, which is what was constructed on where they filmed the original film. Yeah. And so like I went to that space to see the building that they do the iconic da 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 like yeah. arms out and it doesn't exist anymore. So one of the like Spielberg's movie and Kushner's script really highlight the idea of this world that they're fighting over, this turf that they're fighting over is getting raised. It it doesn't even matter. They are fighting over something that it, like the rest of the world is leaving behind because they're like economically we don't give a shirt like i loved that i thought the use of that and the use of like the rubble i thought was brilliant i i disagree with you on that i didn't I, like it i didn't like it. i will say did i wish there was a like i missed even a shot like the running forward and doing the ba da 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 against a building. yes there was no moment like that um no but that comes to a bigger thing that is not a good or a bad for me it is just something different but we'll talk about that later so continue sharing your bullet points i didn't care for that what else do i need to make sure i hit on i didn't care for the tempo change and something's coming didn't care for it being slowed down um i didn't notice it slower but i'm gonna see it again this weekend so I'll listen. I literally thought to myself, like, so on Saturday, I'm getting a tattoo at 11. And then I'm like, I could probably go again. And I'm like, no, 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 don't you dare. But like, maybe. I'm going to reveal this. I had talked to a friend about seeing this movie on like, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. And when it was like, uh, ooh, would we maybe see it Sunday? I realized because we were talking about recording, maybe on Saturday, maybe on Sunday. I was like, I guess I have to see it Friday. And I was like, I'm not going to tell him that I'll have already seen it. And then I no. put on Instagram the like <laughs> the th- the text that to we see sent. It. And so I thought to yeah. myself, oh, he's gonna have seen this, and he has seen that story where I said we're gonna rock it tonight. Um, and I'm like, he's yeah. probably gonna know that I've seen it by now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a discussion for the pod. I don't know how I feel about the line that Rita Moreno delivers in Docs after Anita's scuffle with the boys. I wish there was an extra, like, clause and something else. Not just the, you all yeah. grew up to be rapists. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that line. I feel I um, felt the same way. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that I'm rubbed the wrong way by it tells me that I didn't care. I I just, I don't know how I feel about it. If it was like delinquents and rapists and this, I'd maybe feel a little different. Yeah. But it's just. But the fact that it's a hard stop. And because the scene didn't go that, the taunting didn't go that long. If it had gone longer and more explicitly that's what it was, I would maybe feel yeah. less weird about it. But I also felt weird about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't love that Krupke was not with the full Jets. I really enjoyed the staging of it. I really enjoyed their choices. 
I liked it. I really liked it, but I just kept finding myself thinking. And I think it's because I just loved Riff so much that I was like, I wish that Riff was here. I thought the same thing too, but then I remembered to myself, Cool is going to have Riff in it and yeah. be a mostly Riff and Tony, which it ended up being. I mean, yes, Mostly the four other to- no, the four other jets were there, but like Riff was definitely dancing throughout it, even if he wasn't singing it. So yeah. I, I didn't mind that, I because I thought the same thing, but I was like, it worked out in the end. I am going to shock myself. I'm going to shock the listeners. Mm-hmm. I might even shock you, Christopher. Putting I Feel Pretty when they did. No, 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 <laughs> I will not accept this. Is the most genius thing I've ever seen. I'm so mad I literally knocked my mic over. <laughs> I Tell me why you liked it. Because I've never enjoyed I Feel Pretty as I have made clear in previous episodes. And I think the contrast of knowing that her brother is dead, knowing that Tony killed her brother, and then she is sitting there singing a song about how good my love makes me feel, how wonderful I feel, while we know that her world is about to come crashing down upon her, in a song that I have never fully enjoyed, is genius. You almost sold me on it. Because I will tell you, seeing it, I thought to myself, oh, I guess it doesn't work here on film. <laughs> the, the problem is I don't know exactly where it needs to go. Because I thought yeah. to myself, because when I realized the music for the quintet was beginning, I was like, oh, I feel pretty is coming post rumble because I forgot. I that thought we had it read, might have got. I forgot. I thought read, it might have gotten caught, cut altogether. Oh no! I was like, I, oh, because I knew we had read the track listing and I feel pretty was there, but I forgot that yeah. it was post rumble. So that started, and I was like, oh no! And then seeing it, I really, honestly, I didn't like it there because it just felt like too big a shift. Um, it, it honestly, but that's how 16- she—that's how she was, though. This I know, but that makes me wonder. Girl. But it makes me think maybe it should have gone before the quintet, and then. But I realized the way they decided to make the quintet of shifting from afternoon into nighttime that yeah. wouldn't have functioned. So you would have to make it all night or it, what, however you may do it, because I, I needed. I feel pretty to come before so that you could still see her being like, Oh, happy, whatever. And then she runs into Chino. Um, I really kind of liked the use of Chino in this movie. Yes. I really liked that he and Tony together, like get into the rumble. I really liked that. I liked expanding him a little bit more, giving him a little bit more with Bernardo. 
Yeah. I mean, so much of this movie does so many things right, and there are small things I don't like, small changes that I'm like, I don't know how I feel about them, but, like, truly, the only thing that made me genuinely mad was the lack of America in the taunting. Yeah. Do you have any other... Uh, so I'm still mad at you about I Feel Pretty, but yeah, you sold me on it. Yeah, I have two more notes. You sold me on it. Give me your two more, and then I'll tell you I have two notes. more notes. Number... Note number one, or whatever note number I'm on. I... The dancing is, like, incredible. Actually, so sorry. I have three more notes. Um, Note number one. The dancing is incredible. It is a lot of what we see, I'm assuming, on stage, but in the 1961, it's it's very similar dancing, but they just, they do it incredibly, and I applaud them all for doing it, and I know that Ariana DeBrose had made an Instagram post specifically about the choreography, and had really highlighted how they were trying to tell stories through movement, so I noticed that I was really paying attention to that. Note number three. I know that it's 2021. I know that we're remaking this. What was your second note? This is my second. Oh, <laughs> note number two. <laughs> note number two. I know that it's 2021. They don't do the dance fighting. And instead they are genuinely punching each other. And there's blood and things like that. And on one hand, I think I understand why. And on one heart, dot, dot, dot. And on one heart, I don't think I love it. I don't know because I'm not a parent, but I would think the 1961 one, I could show to my children. I think that I could be like, this is a family-friendly movie. The, The actual punching, the like gore of it even though it's really not that gory but like you know what i'm saying just like the graphic of it i'm like i don't know if i would want to show like i wouldn't want to show this to my children until they reach a certain age so i struggled with that we are gonna return to this point after you make your third one because it ties into one of the things i would like to bring up well so my third point we're definitely gonna have to talk about because my third point is about America. Okay, then we're going to talk about what you just said. (laughs) That's kind of what I figured. (laughs) So, I want to make it clear. I really liked this movie. Yes. I don't know if I need it. I don't know if I need it over the original 61 film. Because that one, to me, is like impeccable. This one is a much more modern sensibility, and part of that comes from the way Spielberg decides to do things is much more realistic and less stylized. For example, Mm -hmm. the dance at the gym, rather than do the transition and the meaning of Tony and Maria being in kind of an ethereal space, they meet behind the bleachers, which I did think worked. Um, But, like, it's not stylized or when we get the transition music into dance at the gym rather than be like we're gonna have maria spinning and it becomes technicolor whirl whatever it's we're gonna cut to a shot of them like walking into the gym and do this so in general even though they're still dancing it is filmed generally 
realistically. So I liked the more fighting, fighty stuff. I wished some of it was a little more dancey, but I liked mm-hmm. more fighting. Um, but it just comes down to a sensibility thing. And that's where, like, for me, I liked the sort of fantastical, the sort of stage-bound feel. This is purporting to be more realistic, more filmic. And that's something Sondheim talked a lot about in his adaptations was that he liked the ones that felt less stage-bound and more into film. That's why he liked Sweeney and thought Sweeney was the best of his film adaptations. He was never a particular fan of the West Side Story movie because he felt it was too stage-bound. I like that. I like that it feels sort of they're filming and dancing in front of a camera and there's three walls and that's it. This one tries to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah, It's not necessarily my style, but I didn't mind it. I think a lot of it worked. That did carry over into, say, I'll be curious to see what you have to say about America, but with yeah. America, I know that one and a few other numbers were like, okay, we are in this set. And now we can move to a different set. We're going to walk to a different place and we're going to show them walking and then we make it here. Now we go to here. Now we go to here. So it means there's less like stationary dancing, which is not my preference. Like the Mm -hmm. great thing about 61 America is they are on a rooftop. We can do cuts, but we're basically just watching them dance on a single set. Mm -hmm. 21 America is... We are moving to this set, so we're showing them walk and, like, sing at each other or move in some manner, but it's not, like, stationary dancing. And then we go to a new place, and we only occasionally stationary dance. And I wanted more of that, but that's just a stylistic thing. I do think Spielberg directed the dances very well and shot and cut around dancing very well. But... Personally, it just highlights I don't need as realistic a sense. I could use more style, like stylism. Yeah. Okay, what do you have to say about America? And am I going to agree with it? Am I going to be mad? I don't think he sold me on America. I didn't like the opening of it, but it worked after that for me. But it wasn't... I didn't perfect hate the opening i i enjoyed the clothesline moment i didn't feel okay bernardo and anita had a great connection throughout the movie part of what i love in the 1961 movie is their playfulness in america i did not feel that playfulness in america and the 2021 version I think there was, but there wasn't enough because they separated them yes. at the beginning. Yes. And the beginning did not, it wasn't the staging that didn't work. It was truly the lyric choices, which we said last week. Yeah. So I, I didn't love that. And even like the line of like, you forget I'm in America. It's like, she's saying that with like her back to him. And like, I want her to be facing him. I want her to be like, Come on, honey. Like, I'm still... I don't know. So, I... I 
as much as it pains me to say. I think the yellow dress worked for me. It worked for me because they they deliberately color coded based on like reds and like red and yellow yes. for the Puerto Ricans and blues. Yes. And so like they occasionally mixed and I I liked that. So that that was very deliberate. So it did work for me. Yes. And also because Anita was in a purple dress by the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just, I think it is kind of what you touched on about, like, the stylistic choices and things like that. I think that might be my biggest issue with it. It's just that I, it still had a lot of dancing, but it had too much walking. I I don't need to see the gym that Bernardo boxes at because Bernardo's a boxer and I really want to highlight that. Like, I didn't need that yes. junk in Same. it. Same. I just wanted... Her and Bernardo playing with each other and dancing. Yeah. And I agree. But it, it, some of that is a stylistic choice of being more, yeah. like, realistic. We have to open it up. And for me, a movie musical, is it weird to say I don't need it to open up? I just need it to be, like, on a set, and that's kind of all you have to do. Yeah. But I will say, by the end of the number, that final dance was really good. And I would like to highlight the work of Justin Peck in this movie. Um, His choreography really does work. There's a lot of homages. Like, it is, there are some things that are very similar to the Jerome Robbins choreography. There are some things that are a little different. Like, it's clear it is different choreography. But it's not, like outlandish it does feel grounded he does do a lot of like bent knees sort of like fighter stance through it but i think that works for it i i really did like the choreography i liked the dance numbers i could have used more but again they were going for something at times grounded i just this movie so much of it worked would you like to hear a couple of my notes that I have not given yet? Katie is nodding. This is famously an audio medium. Yes, Chris. I would love to hear them. Okay. The few notes that I haven't given yet, because I have found a way to tie in most of my points. I've said the unforgivable. I've said the things that are just different. Um, I think the important things I haven't mentioned yet I I truly have touched on Kushner's script, but I love that Kushner... By the way, is that Louise in the background? I say hello to him. Will you say hi to him? Chris is saying hello to you. Could you see him wave? Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever really seen him. Can we, like, bring me up close so I can wave to him? Yeah. Chris wants to wave to you. Do you want to hold this so you can wave back at him? Hi. Hello. We haven't really met before, I think. He said we haven't really met before, I think. I don't think so. Well, he said I don't think so. No, girl, I can hear him. <laughs> he said, girl, I can hear him. Um, Luis is at the gym right now, so he's really feeling that. Well, that's I good. Think... Okay. Luis is no longer at the gym. <laughs> Anyway, um, after Luis, what was I talking about? Um, 
the script. The script. Oh, so Tony Kushner's script. I do like that it it tries to bring them to different locations. I when I realized where we were going for one hand, one heart, I was just like, let's go. I was so excited. Um What do you mean by that? Like the location. Oh. Yeah. It, like things like Where that. was it? <laughs> it was a museum, but I didn't know where. It was like a monastery. But he said it's a museum now. But I just loved the idea of them like doing the marriage. I was like, oh my god, we're doing like a marriage in a church. Um, I really loved the when I realized they were about to like vandalize the Puerto Rican flag mural, I was like, holy yeah. fork. That was really powerful. Um Yes. I Oh okay, we gotta talk about that. We gotta circle back to that. Oh no, say it. Well, I just don't know how I okay. Again, it probably comes down to a stylistic choice. Now that you've said that, I'm like, yep, Chris gets me. He understands it. I didn't know how I felt about that being our introduction to the sharks. Is that So, essentially, you see the jets. They're doing their snapping. They're all getting together. They all go to the mural. Viva Puerto Rico. And they just start splattering paint on it. And then it's all of the sharks running angrily at them. And I, I didn't love that as my introduction to the sharks. I I would have also loved a bigger introduction for them, but I thought it because I felt like me. it took forever to even like know who Bernardo was. Yes, but I thought Bernardo got like a big introduction. I can't really remember it now. I just remember thinking I it was clear, like okay, here is the leader. Um, yeah. I, I do agree, but that's because parts of that prologue weren't entirely dancey. Yes. Like, for example, the music that does the ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-da. And do you know exactly what shot happens in the 61 film at that? Yes, your It's the archway, shot. and they come down. And, like, it was not dancing when that music happened. No. And no. that was a lot of the prologue, but that was a choice. Um, and that's where the script, I do think the script made good choices of, like, not yes. using a lot of slang, like the 61 film does, or the 57 mm-hmm. Lawrence book does. Yeah. Um, they don't use, like, Buddy Boy and, like, Whammo Jammo and things like that. Which they was say very... Buddy Boy once. They say Buddy Boy once. And I think yeah. that was wise, um, because it feels... That way it felt, it kept it from feeling a little bit dated, but that's some stylistic things because the stylism to me works and makes it feel, even though it's dated, it's like, it was never a thing that people said in the fifties. So it kind of, Um, in that way feels timeless. Okay. What? uh, Well, okay. This is just, it is what it is, Chris. Okay. Is this coherent? No. But I am who I am. So I don't feel like I heard enough names of the Jets. Oh, no. I absolutely didn't hear, like, any of their names. No. Diesel and... 
there is an action, but like I truly didn't know who was who amongst the Jets no, or the Sharks. No, I didn't either. But I, 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 but I feel like I never did about the sixty-one, and it's taken me so long. Like several of them, I know their faces, and I don't know their names. The only one that I was clear, it was Baby John, and oh my god, <gasps> yeah, the I will nail say in the, the violence, the violence in this movie did work for me. That like we reacted. There is a nail in an ear early on. I really liked that. I was like, oh my god, because they're like, oh, who did that to you, baby John? Who did that nail in your ear? And I was like, oh my god, his ear is bleeding, and there's a literal nail sticking through it. Yeah. Basically what it comes down to, and I I know I probably have more points, but I've only seen it the once, and it is a certain point of You've probably been able to tell if you know me well enough. It is past a certain time of night for me right now. Um... And what it comes down to is, I really did enjoy this movie a lot. Yeah. It will not replace the original, because the original feels like... Again, I prefer the stylization. I prefer the idea that it's kind of a stage show filmed. This one had a lot working for it. I mean, the somewhere... Goramit, why is that going to make me cry? Just saying, the music of the somewhere ballet showing up. um, Yeah just like the the concept of several of these things Kushner's script because like Tony Kushner really is it took me a while to realize that I loved his biggest work because I don't know a lot of Tony Kushner's stuff um but I I mean Angels in America is one of my favorite pieces of writing ever anymore and what he does in this makes it so relevant to today and yet, like, still based in that time period, like, honors what West Side Story has been, was. So, like, that all works. I just, this movie works. This movie works really, really well. It's not going to meet what the other one is, because that meets more of my sensibilities. But, like, honestly, I went in fearing so much i realized something i want to point out that i did not like i wanted to be thrilled at the end of the tonight quintet i left it going meh yeah and i i wish i wish i was ready to be thrilled and i wasn't and that made me a little sad because i did like in some ways, ending on Ariana DeBose and then blackout. And then the shot up of a, like, garage door opening. Yeah. I loved yeah. that. But the end of the Tonight Quintet just, it wasn't exciting enough. No, it was not. Okay, I realize I'm starting to wrap things up, and I remembered the other nitpick I want to do. Because we haven't circled back to the ending. We've done the no. taunting scene. The Rita Moreno, Ansel Elgort scene in between worked. I liked that scene. Yeah. I liked that a lot. I thought there were good additions, good things, whatever. Yeah. Tony gets shot. And it feels like a mad rush to the end. And I don't like it. But it also, okay, this mad rush to the end is also maybe like three to five minutes. Because I agree. It feels 
hella rushed. But then, in actuality, <laughs> guys, it is a certain time of night. Wait it one feels... second. Put a put, put a pin in it. Tonight, tonight. I'm gone. And when you dream, dream of me. Girl, I'm back. Yeah, I know it together okay so <laughs> we can do this <laughs> we can do this okay so i feel like the ending was super rushed but it was also only like three to five minutes and so it just had that weird feeling where it just leaves you going like okay well to me the big problem of the ending is that underscore plays under Maria's well I too have hate the sad underscore plays it needed no music yeah like that's what makes it feel rushed because it doesn't feel angry and like she because there was part of me that wondered might she shoot herself in this version but then with the underscore oh, I was really like, she, yeah but then with the underscore I was like she's not gonna do it and I yeah. want the tension, but instead they started playing underscore. And the whole time it was, I don't think it was somewhere yet. I think it was a sad version of tonight uh, uh-huh. still. And it just, that really lessened the anger of the scene. It needed to cut the music. So basically yeah. in the last 10 minutes of the movie from, not using the America taunting to using underscore under Maria's big monologue. It just, it didn't work in the final 10 minutes of the movie for me. Once we got to the end, I did wish that the police were there sooner because it just kind of felt like, okay, well, where are we going? What are we doing? But like everything, the whole thing, because even the speed of lines being delivered, like, Teodoro, Anton. And she, like, said something right before and went right into it. It's just, like, everything needed a minute more to breathe. Yeah. Yes. I just... Like, the men picking up Tony. Needed and it's a like, minute to breathe. And her doing, yeah. don't you touch him, and then they still pick him up. Everything needed more time at the end. <laughs> I prefer the 1961. It's, like, one or two of the jets pick him up, mm-hmm. and then a shark leans in to help well because they start to like drop him and then yeah yes this one the shark just kind of comes in right away and just like picks him up but it's like all of the jets it's like four or five jets are picking him up but i'm so they basically got him secured one hand falls and one shark comes over to help and I, i was like that feels forced now yeah everything it basically just For a movie that's already two and a half hours long, this movie needed, like, three more minutes at the end. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I'm asking for. Not even three minutes. Like, two minutes to give lines a minute to breathe. 2.30, maybe. Max. 
Like, it just needed to slow down at the end. It needed to lengthen the taunting scene and slow down the final... And put the right song in the taunting scene. I mean, honestly. I just... Well, if the taunting scene were longer, they could put it there. Yeah. That was the thing that made me the angriest. But, like, truly, I was ready to cry. And as soon as the taunting scene happened... From then on, I was basically out of, like, I'm never going to cry again. And then they just were rushing through all the beats of yeah. the final scene. And then they were like, don't like, worry, I'm we're not going to tug on your heartstrings. Yeah, I'm not don't gonna you worry, baby again. boy, we're not going to make you cry. That said, it was very clear to me, one of the people in my theater did not know the end of this movie. There was a literal, like, somebody shouted out when Tony got shot. Really? Yes. Somebody, like, cried out. I'd be curious to know, I texted Megan at the end of this movie, and I was like, you must see this in theaters. And she does not like the 1961 version, so I'll be curious to get her take on it. But I'm really hoping that she'll get to experience it in theaters. One of my dear friends, who also loves the 61 film, um, I sent him... As I do for every movie I see in theaters, I sent him the caterer of the film. And, (laughs) you know, as one does. Yeah, as one does. Every time. And when he was like, did you... And I also let him know I cried four times. And he was like, so it's good? And I was like, yes. He's like, you know it's an uphill battle for me. And I thought the same thing. But truly, I think what it comes down to is I'm a softie. I went in so nervous. And yet, like... As much as things were different, and I did take that in and was like, I know this is different, and I'm going to oh, take it at face value. There's, like, lyric changes. I don't think I highlighted it. In Officer Krupke, there's lyric changes. Oh, those are the original versions. Okay. But for me, it's a lyric yes. change. And um, for me, I was like, this is fine. There was one, I couldn't remember the film rhyme, because they did, and I was like, I know the film rhyme is different. And they, it was all because of censorship. Because the 61, like, we were still kind of under, like, yeah. haze code-ish. And so they, they had to make changes. I don't remember. Absolutely. Absolutely loved Krepke. All of the police officers have left to chase down anybody. Krepke comes back in. It's and so all, fun. It's the part where they're like, gee, Officer Krepke. The door opens. Krep you. And I- then... I wanted one more thing from that scene. I wanted the, like, it was clear she was, like, a prostitute. I wanted the prostitute to get a tag on that scene when he's standing just looking at the things. And I wanted the prostitute to get a zinger. And she didn't get one. And that made me sad. But I was like, (laughs) of course, I'm, like, standing the prostitute. Like, yes, girl. Get your life. <laughs> Naturally, I'm team prostitute. Katie, as a gay man, of course I'm like the prostitute, the best character in the movie. <laughs> Naturally, my favorite part of the movie is when I get to see a prostitute. <laughs> Oh, it is late. 
what a time of night we are past. I think we've been talking for like an hour about this movie. Girl, at this point, I mean, there's a couple things we have to cut out for us, but like we're yeah. looking at like an hour, an hour and ten. I literally, we're looking at seventy right minutes now, right now. Right now, I'm like, okay, so we'll hang up. Chris will go out. I'm gonna call Tim. I'm gonna get Tim in on this action. <laughs> but will you get Tim in on this ice? What about this diesel? What about this Arab? Oh yeah, who the hell was ice? (laughs) Who the hell was ice? (laughs) What in God's name? (laughs) Okay, we have to wrap this up. We have to wrap this up. Basically, (laughs) what it it comes down to is, I really, I'm so glad I saw this movie. I had a, I had a delightful time. Yeah. I think, I really do see what people say when they're like, we want Steven Spielberg to make another musical. I have an issue with digital filmmaking and the way that Janusz Kaminski, that, that might be the wrong pronoun- pronunciation of his name. Give me one second. No, continue with your sentence right now. <laughs> so the way Janusz Kaminski shoots Spielberg films, the way the characters are lit, sometimes they look so separate from the sets. Like the sets are like digital behind them. Yeah. And I have an issue with that. And there are times it's clear it's like CGI sets and I don't understand why. I just, why can't we film with like matte paintings and sets? But it's fine. It's fine. We need well, to wrap this up. do you think up. that sunset, do you think the sunset that That Tony was so bad. Asked? That Tony sunset was horrific. It was horrible. I literally, I had to like fight the urge to laugh out loud at that. I didn't, I didn't want to laugh out loud, but I was like, oh no, this is what I don't want. Okay, let's wrap this up. So basically, Katie, Katie, out of... The biggest highlights, no, the biggest highlights are the females are phenomenal, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Riff is phenomenal, Mm -hmm. everyone should see this movie. My mother, I called her on the way home, and I was like, it's incredible. And my, I called my mom. Katie, are you saying you talked to somebody about this movie? Yeah, I had to. I said, like, three words. Somebody was like, should I at least see it? And I said to my friend, yes, but I can't say any more because I am on ice. And you said things about this movie? I was... Okay, you can be as mad as me as you want. I don't even care anymore, Chris. I called my mother, and my mother said I was just thinking about you but i knew that you were in the movie so i didn't want to text you and i said yes it was incredible you have to go see it and my mom said oh so it's better than the 1961 version (laughs) and i said (laughs) and i said absolutely not (laughs) but it's incredible and you have to go see it they are very different is it bad that I want this one to win so many Oscars? <laughs> oh, I want it to win. If Ansel Elsgore gets nominated, I'll be livid. He won't. But Rachel Zegler but I should want, be. Rachel Zegler should be. I want her to win. Mm-hmm. Ariana DeBose and Rita Moreno. And Rita Moreno, I think, should be nominated. I want Riff. I want Mike Faced. I want Mike Faced. I mean, David Alvarez as Bernardo, he's good. But yeah, like, he could I, be nominated. He could be nominated, but I would also understand if he isn't because Mike Face is a revelation. Yes, I I 
cannot say enough about Riff. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Okay, so rap, bring us home, baby boy. This is probably an un. This is probably an impossible question on the day of. Yeah. But just instant react, quick step reactions. Yeah, quick step react, West Side Story edition. Out of five Rita and Ariana and Rachel's, how many women of West Side Story do you give Steven Spielberg's West Side Story? Can I do half points? Girl, of course you can. Three and a half. My gut was saying four and a half. I was torn between four and three and a half. And see, like, reasonably, I maybe might go four, but I think I might go four and a half. It's just so... It's a movie you don't get to see these days. The, like, scale and the this. I'm like, why don't we make these? Why don't we get this? It was so... Do I love this movie? I mean, again, it's not the 61. The 61 is That's a beast the of thing. its own. I can't say L-O-V-E, but I can say, I've, I can't I can't even say the word. I can only spell it, Chris, because I'm too afraid to say it right now. But I really, 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 really liked it. I think I can say, and it's unfortunate because the last 10 minutes make me want to temper it yeah but up until then i think i really do love it yeah can i tell you something can i go pee me too for the love of god (laughs) today the minutes seem like hours the hours go so slowly, and yet the sky is bright. Oh, moon, grow bright, and make this endless day, endless night, tonight. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway. You're incredible. What it comes down to is, I really, really I I did. I think I loved this. And it just, it meant a lot. And watching it, I just felt emotional. And I enjoyed it. And it was fun. And I just, I'm so glad this happened. And it happened well. Okay, I'm like floored because I never thought I would hear those words come out of your mouth. That you're glad that it happened. I can't believe it either. It's like, who are you? You know? I just, wow. What a time. What a time. What a life. Tonight. Katie Clay, <laughs> there's a thing that just happened that you're not going to have heard, but it was glorious. <laughs> and Katie, I love you so much. I'm so glad this month has happened. West Side yeah. Story. What a thing. What a beautiful, beautiful moment do you ever think (laughs) (laughs) so if you're listening to this on release date you're listening to this on the 21st yeah do you ever think about how one week from that is the day that i am seeing company 
Oh. I I literally because I I had to call a friend of mine. And I did yeah. not say any words because some of us thought about being on ice before the podcast. And I was like, I can't tell you anything about the movie. I can't tell Insert you my feelings. And I literally, I literally was like, I have feelings about the taunting scene, but I can't tell you them because I'm not supposed to talk about them. But anyway, I was like, if I'm crying, because I literally left the movie theater and started crying about Sondheim dying again. Yeah. I was like, if this is me leaving West Side Story, can you imagine me at company You'll with be Katrina Lincoln, Patty Lapone? You'll be leaving a Act One, the a musical that I have cared about since I have what, was like fourteen or fifteen years old, and has mattered to me <laughs> for nearly half of my life. I am There's going a- to be a disaster. There's a part of me that's like, should you see Company? I don't know, but like. Of course you have to. So once again, to date this podcast, it is December 10th. Yeah. And company opened last night. I texted my mother about like, oh, reviews were all raves except for the New York Times, which was a near pan. And I was like, so it's going to be a hard get for the next few weeks. And my mom was like, maybe you should sell it for big money. (laughs) And I was like, mom. A musical that I've cared about for well over a decade and a half. Yeah. And you are like, hmm, you planned this New York trip around this show. Maybe you sell that ticket. Yeah. Listen, Mary Ellen, we love you and we support you on this podcast. And like, you are my girl. Hear me say, you are my girl, Mary Ellen. (laughs) But like... How dare you? Also, I love that almost all of your family shoutouts have originated from me. I mean, famously, I don't love my family. <laughs> that is such a lie. That is the biggest crock of BS I've ever heard in my life. What if I shouted out the only member of my family who doesn't listen to this podcast? Gregory. So, Greg Dockham, this is a personal <laughs> shout-out from me to you. Does, oh my gosh, does Sam? Probably not, but, like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> We've got Kari and the babies, and really, Did you just like, call her I'm Kari? Oh, yeah, Carrie, I'm so... Listen, it is past a certain time of night. <laughs> Carrie and the babies, and I'm team Sloan anyway. I think Sloan is the cutest member of the Dockham family. I am Fitz's godfather, but I love them all. Anyway. What's the newest edition's name? Baker. Okay. After, uh... <laughs> Mister? <laughs> no, after Baker Mayfield. Okay. Okay, why are we still here? Let's sign I know. off. We need, Katie, Katie, we tried to wrap this up a half hour ago. Katie, we don't even need to do sign-offs. I mean, it's clear. We love this. I love you. You're perfect. Yeah. Subscribe, rate, whatever. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Blah, 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 blah. Katie, West Side Story. What a concept. What a concept. What a time to be alive. Riff, Rachel, Ariana. I love you. By the way, there might be something next week. We hope there is.
it's going to be something there will exciting. be there will oh, be there, there will, will be. be there will be something exciting next week for um pre new year's enjoy yeah. it and then we'll start we'll finally start season six this yep this show it's whatever we wanted to be we Can went we- off the rails tonight and it's fine everything is fine we're recording on monday night and then we will have an episode next week oh we're recording on monday night it's yeah. fine everybody you suggested monday night i did everybody thank you so much for listening we love and you if you made it this far god bless you all right um bye <laughs> Katie, let's rush through this ending like the movie does. All right. (laughs) There's something due any day. I will know right away soon as it shows. Be cannonballing down from the sky. The way way Ansel Elgort, I mean, he literally is like, you can see Rachel Zegler is doing vibrato naturally, and he's like moving his His mouth. His mouth. I know, so and you can see it in the close-ups in one hand, one heart, and it bothered me. I kept being like, oh Katie, Katie, we aren't what? talking about, Katie, we are not talking about another thing about this movie. No. We're signing off. End the recording. End the recording.